0: Chapter Sixteen of the Mary Frances Cookbook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mary L. Carlyle. The Mary Frances Cookbook by Jane Eyre Fryer. Chapter Sixteen, The Dolls' Kitchen Party. Now everything is ready, she said, glancing carefully at the table she had set with her little dishes. I'll go up and bring the dolls wait a minute mary frances she added after a moment's pause let's see if everything is ready there's thimble biscuits jam cocoa better look in the oven oh my i'm glad you thought me auntie rolling pin cried mary frances opening the oven door oh dear me most of the thimble biscuits are burnt up and the big ones are just done i guess the thicker things are the slower the oven child the thinner the hotter the oven Auntie Rolling Pin, cried Mary Frances, not realizing she had interrupted. There are enough thimble biscuits not burnt to go round, isn't that good? And the dolls can't make themselves sick with them. It's not much of a waste, smiled Auntie Rolling Pin, and, seeming to be seriously thinking, the dolls can't make themselves sick on them, eating too many, I suppose. Well, said Mary Frances, you see, it's like this when i my dolls invite to tea it is a pretty sight to see the things one seldom gets to eat all on the table spread so sweet but to my dollies i explain don't eat too much you'll have a pain then just to save them such a trial i let them sit and look awhile at cakes and tarts and candies too then eat them up myself wouldn't you for thus they're saved from being ill and i likewise a doctor's bill But just between you, dear, and me, they couldn't eat at all, you see. And away ran Mary Frances to bring the dolls. It was a lovely tea-party, wasn't it, Angie? sighed Mary Frances, putting her family to bed after it was all over. And you did behave a credit to your mother. I feel sure now you will remember all I've taught you. Not one of you would eat soup from the point of a spoon, nor spread a whole slice of bread at once, nor leave your spoon in your cup. Which is a great comfort to a mother. Only Peggy, you poor child, you should not have spilled that cocoa down your best dress. But children will be children, I suppose, and your very dear children. I wouldn't have them for the world jealous of the kitchen people, and I've neglected them shamefully of late. I'm not much taken with these things called dolls, Auntie Rolling Pin, said Saucepan, seating himself on the edge of the top closet shelf and crossing one leg over his knee. They're not much use ah sighed auntie rolling pin looking wise a doll's a doll for all that of course said saucepan but a doll's no good boiled well no admitted auntie rolling pin the best of course are baked of number nineteen gingerbread cookies half cup molasses two tablespoons butter two tablespoons lard flour half a tablespoon ginger half a teaspoon salt half a teaspoon baking soda One tablespoon warm water. Number one. Warm the molasses. Number two. Put the butter and lard in a bowl. Pour over them the molasses. Number three. Dissolve soda in the warm water. Add to the molasses. Number four. Sift ginger, salt, and half-cup flour together. Number five. Sift into the molasses, beating well. If necessary, add more flour to make a soft dough. Number six. Grease a shallow pan number seven roll the dough out one-third inch thick number eight cut out with a little round cutter dipping it into flour each time place cookies some distance apart on the pan bake about ten minutes note instead of rolling out little spoonfuls may be dropped far apart on the pan and flattened with the bottom of a round tin cup then you-oh auntie rolling-pin nobody's doing a lesson besides after it's baked it's done cried saucepan impatiently so am i smiled auntie rolling-pin chapter sixteen recording by Maryelle carlyle